technology has definitely become uh, a, a double-edged butter knife. Yeah. yeah. Where uh, you know you're getting info. I, out there are nights that I'm doing stand-up when Fish is playing. Yeah. You checking? And I'm in the back of the yeah. room. And people have gotten mad at me because I go, fuck. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I'm like, steam. Yeah. And they're like, I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. Yep. So it, it, the, the technology and the, the internet and the accessibility of up to the minute instant information on your phone is an enormous component of what we do. Yeah, I would say, um, you know, and I think at our age, we were there when the internet, you know, I hate to say the dawn of the internet when it was blowing up and yeah, what man. the... What I would use it for initially, um, just for this reason, was fish. Was yeah. for, was set list. Was to get in touch with other people. To um, you know, I was trading tapes that way through the internet. I mean, it was it was the way you know technology allowed me to become a part of the community and and get my fix right off the bat. And I was so apprehensive about that part because there yeah. was something very fun about the waiting. Yeah. There yeah, was something true. really neat about finding it out in the mail yep. what the tour was going to be mm-hmm. and then going out on tour and getting the tour extra yeah. and reading the books and going to tape conventions mm-hmm. and all the things that we've talked about. That good anxiety, yep. the anticipation, uh, whereas now that's kind of a forgotten yeah. Uh, element of life. Yeah, I was, I, you know, me and my friends sometimes joke these days of how easy these kids get it. I mean, not only... Um, can you know you just get the show on your phone immediately after a show i mean now you're able to just watch it just everything is at your fingers they got a good we yeah. got a good though everyone's got a good well with that let's in mind. let's even let's pull the curtain for the audience we're recording this the day after fish new year's eve 2019 was announced yeah and i found out about it by a text by someone who saw it 30 seconds before I saw mm-hmm. it on the internet. Now, I just really remember seeing it in the newspaper. Yeah. That, like, Fish was coming to Hartford Civic mm-hmm. Center. Or seeing that they were going to, like, that, you know, the, the one piece of mail that I would get at home. Yeah. Other than my Fish. fucking report card. Yeah. That Fish was coming around. Now it's just this instantaneous. Yesterday's process was... I found out Fish is doing New Year's Eve. I went to it. I pressed a button on my phone. I instantly, in three minutes, had my request for two tickets to every show mm-hmm. in. And now I sit and wait until my credit card gets pinged yeah. to find out if I have to you go through it. the bullshit of mm-hmm. Ticketmaster. Yeah. But it's just wild that that's what it, what it is when before... Yeah, we, were already, we already talked about one where we were cutting out from Adoniax Vice. How did you physically go get tickets when the time came back in the day i remember doing i would be camping out for the for the local show and get it like at a sears or something we'd be in the mall parking lot and be funny there'd be like a, a group of you know like 20 to 25 cars all camping out we would know what order the cars arrived in and then we would line up in that order in the morning after camping out and hanging out all night <laughs> it's so amazing awesome. yeah i remember going to filene's basement mm-hmm. and that was the one computer in like the whole state of connecticut that had Ticketmaster, yeah, and you got in line, yeah. and it was like some lady returning pumps, yeah, and and me and like a scalper. I wish they did that still more, where you could get more online. I mean, in person tickets. I wish like the capsule, the, the bowl, you know, like I wish that was more of a thing. Yeah, well, Maybe I recently found out that, that. Uh, I think yesterday I found out that Madonna, uh, who's doing like residencies across the country at yeah. various venues. Mm-hmm. It's all digital tickets, and the barcodes change every, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's gotten to a point now where it's just to, like, 
literally avoid any scalping at all, which is great. Yeah. But at the same time, it's uh, it's very it's very weird how it's changed. Absolutely. But you mentioned couch tour, which. Uh, for those of you that don't know what it is, Fish has blessed us lazy old guys <laughs> with a way to pay-per-view purchase a show. Oh, the, the majority of the shows at this point are, are, yeah, are streamed. Can't make. Through, yeah. Do you like it? I think it's one of the best things ever. It's, okay. I mean, it's, I actually, and I know people go both ways on this and, you know, it's it, the high, the, the experience. Of course, it's nothing like a show, but I also, the shows that I do watch that I do couch tour. Um, I like it as a verb. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you do. Uh, I, I have a different attachment to it uh, yeah. than, than ones I even just listened to uh, after the fact. I mean, you're experiencing it in real time, you know, you're, the surprise of the new, next song. Because you also do with, this, with couch tour is you get a view you don't get at shows. Or, right. You know, I'm you're usually, on stage. I'm, you're on stage. You, I mean, you're watching, you know, the page tickle the ivories. You're watching, you know, Trey do his thing. And all of them. It's just, it's a remarkable vantage point, And I, I dig it. The thing that I don't like about Couch Tour is that you're not at the show and you miss some of the element, like waiting in line to get in. So what I do on days of Couch Tour is I put a bowl, a glass bowl in my sneaker and I stand outside my front door for about 50 minutes, and uh, I practice what I'm going to say, and then I knock on the door, and my wife lets me in, and I go, I don't have anything in my shoe. She and, searches uh, you. But I, what I do like about it is that um, you can sit on the couch in your house with yeah. your friends. Yeah. You can go Fish. shit. Yep. You can eat. You can mm-hmm. make. You can make tacos yeah. that night. You don't have to run to get a beer. There's no, a there. there's no. And, it, and, and it's really a beautiful thing because it, it, it helps. Fish is somehow taken the technology that is provided them at the time, mm-hmm. whether it's cassette tapes or DVDs or downloads yeah. or whatever it is, and used it to their advantage yeah. and to the Think fans' of the revenue advantage. Of, of couch tours. It's unbelievable. Through, through the roof. I mean, but, I mean they're making, that's making more than what most bands probably make. Yeah. You touched on it a little bit. Um, it doesn't mean uh, it, a, a removal from community. I go to um, bars in the city a lot where they're showing the show. And, I mean, they, there's a dance parties in bars they, yeah. where people are still gathering around this experience. And, and that just shows how special it is. It's still even not in the venue. People are gathering around to listen to music together. I mean, that's, that's, I, mean that's, I think that they would, if they did it in movie theaters, yeah, they would, they would fill up. And I think we touched upon it earlier, too, that, like, there are elements of going to shows that are rough. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got yeah. somebody freaking out next to you or throwing up or spilling beer on your sneakers yeah. or, you know, wanting you to rub their crystal, yeah. it gets a little bit obnoxious at times. Definitely. So sometimes it's nice to be able to kind of take a night off, sit at home, regroup a bit, watch Financially, a show. Financially, traveling is a whole thing as Man, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So technology, you mentioned it, that, and I, and I couldn't echo your sentiment more, that one of the main reasons why I got on the Internet for the first time was this is pre-social media, mm-hmm. was to talk fish, was to learn about fish, was yeah. to see what was going on with, with them. And, and this is before YouTube mm-hmm. and all this stuff. There was Andy Gadiel's page. Yeah. There was Fantasy yeah, Tour. Man, yep. There was Fish.net. Mm-hmm. And these are just a couple of pages that we were uh, able to go find out more stuff and nerd out, really, yeah. on fish. Yeah. yeah, and nerding out is, is I mean, something that, that we've talked about just part of the fun and, and the stats. And at this point now, there's, there's been a lot of, um, you know, so, so much has happened within the fish world. And yeah. it's great that, that people are, you know, keeping track of it. I mean, Scott Marks is a big part of uh, keeping the stats and what he does at shows. I know you talked to him a little bit about it. So I'm not updating the set list at the show. Um, I 
do that outside of the shows, there's usually somebody who is putting the setlist into fish.net while the show is going on. Um, I've had to do it occasionally from the show. I, I think last year in Vegas, uh, there we were a little short on people that were staying up on the East Coast to do Vegas and have more volunteers, I guess, on the East Coast and the West Coast. And so I, I ended up putting in a setlist live, I think, from MGM. Um, I've had journals since Radio City in 2000, uh, which is mm, close to, if not, uh, just about 300 shows, I think, uh, spanning 19 years. And what's amazing about Scott, too, is you can literally see him at shows. He still brings the notebook. And he's got the notebook with him. And it's just so fun to watch him two rows off the stage while people are losing their mind around Mm -hmm. him. And he's like... Licking the tip of his pencil and writing like sometimes, sometimes he's sly too though. I've oh. I've been around him and you don't even notice he's doing it. But too. he's just yeah. become a staple of what yep. you like. You bump into him and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're working. Yeah, yeah. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Like I'm working on not bothering you at the moment. Yeah. But he's so quick to take what he writes in his notebook, bring it to inter- bring it to Twitter. Yep. Uh, he's got people following, retweeting, so we're able to see like if we're not at a show. Yeah. Oh wow, they teased this song during yep. that, or this is the first time they played this in however long and. Those, those yeah. people are pivotal for all scenes. Like David Gans mentioned, there are the statisticians. There's the folks that are going to be at every show regardless. And uh, it's folks like Andy and Paul mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the folks at Fishnet yeah. that really kind of make... Um, I'd even like to give uh, uh, some props to, like, Lazy Lightning. I watch a lot of amazing. YouTube fish. I, I mean... It's it's something I I probably almost watch more than listen to at at points. I just because you can you can now and you get these crisp uh, shots of it. And he he does amazing work even outside of the fish realm. Whatever shows he's going to, he captures it in just in such an impressive way. This community is loaded with talented people, mm-hmm. and there are so many photographers and so many great artists that take pictures and then somehow add a, a little element of their own to embellish and make it the most beautiful picture of inside the garden right as the ball's dropping yep. or you know the band just smiling at each other or whatever it may be and for those of us that have been at those shows and been to those moments mm-hmm. it's like collecting baseball cards yeah. and, and, and and football cards where you know you see your favorite player sliding into home and you're like ah, i remember when i was at a game yeah. and they did that and it's really interesting and neat to see how people have taken this and made it their own and yeah. Paul at Fantasy Tour. I mean, he literally predates most message boards that I know yeah. of as mm-hmm. it relates. And here's him talking about the the ups and downs of Fantasy Tour. I just started to talk to my friends about the fact that I loved programming and I wanted to do something cool, particularly around live music on the web, which I had just discovered. And and this was the perfect idea for it because you could take something that a lot of people liked doing in their small groups and and scale it up to something that everybody could do, whether they're at the show or in the lot or at home, um, and and sort of participate in the show experience even if you're not there, and 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 most importantly, prove that you're the biggest fan or that you you're not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It was a little bit humbling at times, for sure. 
Did you utilize Fantasy Tour at all for... I, I, you know what? I haven't. And I, I, after hearing um, him talk more about it, it's definitely something. It sounds fun. It was neat. It was a fun place to kind of like you'd see your friends and you'd sort of like, you know, break their balls. And we all had our little handles. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a place to waste time. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And also to catch up on your stats. And definitely. That part to me was uh, uh, fish... And I guess any obsession. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. If you are obsessed with The Walking Dead yep. and you can't sleep, yeah. if you're obsessed with Sopranos and you mm-hmm. can't sleep, the moments when you're not sleeping, the gaps between things to do, yeah. you always fill with your obsession, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. And whether it's going for a jog or, I don't know, weed, yep. you, you use those, those kind of off-peak hours mm-hmm. to fill your brain and your heart with as much as you possibly could about the band. Yeah. Just, and that's what that was the times when I would hop on the board yep. and I'd update my stats and I'd look at, wow, I saw Chalk Dust torture 56 times mm-hmm. or I saw this. And, and it's really so incredible to be able to go back and look yeah. at your past and go, for, you know, people that are like minded are posting, check out this awesome video of this drummer from Raleigh, North Carolina, or check out this graffiti artist, or check out... And you learn that this community really is a group of, like, very intuitive, uh, kind of, like, ear-to-the-pavement kind of folks that are, like, always looking for cool shit to appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. But even... Not just between gap. I mean, between shows, uh, you know, fish fans and me included, we're insatiable with with this obsession. And so, you know, I said I was walking out of the show, take out my phone, I check check the set list. But you know, the next morning, I'm going to listen to the Help and Friendly podcast talk about talk about the show. I'm going to you know be online. Uh, fish Twitter is a big thing, and I'm, yeah. I'm going to be we're going to be you know critiquing it or discussing it. I mean, it just the times in between. We're just there's all these different outlets where we can where we can further, you know, fuel this obsession. It's like when the NBA playoffs are going on yeah. and you kind of pass somebody who is keeping track of the score mm-hmm. and you can be like, what's going on with the Raptors game? And then they go, oh, well, this guy fouled out and blah, blah, blah. Like, we kind of can run into each other. I, I In comedy, there's like one or two friends that I have where I go, see last night's opener? And he's like, I can't believe they did a buried a lot. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we end up just talking about it. But mm-hmm. it's when Fish Tour is on, we're like tuned in. Absolutely. And I don't put my phone down. Yeah. And it's yeah. something where it's yeah, like... Fish Twitter is just popping for like a month. And I am yeah. incredibly uh, aware now of like uh, putting down devices mm-hmm. and trying to like shut off from technology yeah. because I feel like it's kind of ruining things. Mm-hmm. But when Fish Tour is on... You're not getting that phone out of my yeah. hand. I mean, there, I could, I've gotten into fights up with people where it's like, are you listening? And yeah. it's like, just give me a second. Like, well, the, the, the sets reload. I'm like, there's no way that this bug yeah. was that long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> you mentioned sports, and the, I, I, the analogies are there. Like, it's like when you're out and you're checking a score. I do the same thing with set list. I just pull it out of my pocket, and like when I'm not at the show, and yeah. I'm, I'm checking it just like a score. And yeah, it's, it, it's just it is wild how the comparisons between sports and an obsession like this are, are just bountiful. Yeah, and also what's amazing too is that the band for years and years and years, not anymore, but they provided the fan. And I've talked to other fans of diehard fans of bands, mm-hmm. and when I told them what the whole scan your ticket and you get the show you went to. Yeah. Fish would provide everyone a barcode reader mm-hmm. on the live Fish app where you can scan your barcode and listen to the show that you were just at. Yep. And it was now yours. Yeah. And you listen to interviews with Jerry Garcia from the 80s, mm-hmm. and he goes, of course people could tape 
and trade yeah. tapes. When after we play the show, when it's over, it's not mine anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just this way of thinking that's like it's the fans. Mm -hmm. It's the obsessed moment that you can go back and listen to. And it's so amazing to be able to go back and relive a beautiful moment of yeah. of, of your past. Absolutely. That maybe had something. The light hit you right, mm -hmm. or uh, who knows. But it's just that that's I can go back to tapes that all the way back to the beginning of going yeah. to shows. Yeah. And there's certain moments that yeah. I remembered experiencing. Mm -hmm. And now to be able to have a band that like provides you with, you know, with apps and everything that it is, everything's digitized and you pay for, you know, a streaming service, but you get every show. Yeah. And you can kind of between that, between re-listen mm -hmm. is an unbelievable yep, website, yeah. um, archive.org. Mm -hmm. There's a million places that you can find live music. Yep, I think right. we're very spoiled, yep. and uh, I think it's great that the band has given us this. Um, yeah, it, 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 I mean, it's also good marketing. It, it really it, fuel, it fuels the obsession, and it lets us, uh, you know, trading tapes is how it began for yeah. so many of us. And, and you know, that's... that's that, you know, that's them doing unique shows every single night. That's, I mean, that's good. That's a good plan for success. Yeah. The fear of missing out. Yeah. Do you still have any of your old tapes? I do. Uh, my uh, mother contacts me often and tells me she, I can pick, I I I I pick them up. I kept, a, I just kept a couple of the, you know, the wood box tapes. I don't know how many they fit, but, but I think a hundred tapes or something. Sure. I, I got a couple, couple of those with, with choice ones. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's you? really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. still do. I actually gave a bunch to my brother. Then I moved recently, and I found one of the old Case Logic yep. tape cases, and I opened up the front, and inside of it was balloons from New Year's Eve '96, '97 uh -huh. from Boston. Yeah, from the, the that came down from the ceiling. Yeah, yes. you kept them. Yep. So as the balloons would drop from the ceiling, mm -hmm. they would pop, and I picked up a couple and yeah, held onto them, and tw however many years later, I find them and look at them, and it's kind of wild. And yeah. then um, I found a couple of maps. From festivals, yeah, yep. Um, I, keep, I kept all those. I have I wristbands. I yeah, a lot of yeah, tons of wristbands. It's funny. A lot of my, all, you know, all my little hoarding is kind of around fish. It's and, kind yeah, of funny that you say I that. I got the um, I got the champagne glass from Big Cypress. Still, I made the little boat from the Doniac Schweiss, or, or maybe from the map. They had the little cutout fish boat. Yes, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I, I still wow. have that. Yeah. Oh, uh, see, that's incredible. Yeah, I was even the other night. Um, I was watching. I pulled out the DVDs of. Uh, Walnut Creek was that ninety seven. Yeah, they, they started the Lightning Storm things. show. Yeah, there was a, that amazing um, "Down with Disease" and the Mike song. That transition is still holds up. It's incredible. Um, Clifford Ball box set. That's Love another, it. Uh, uh, release they did that way. Yeah, I remember back in the day. They just fish fans are amazing. There's um, video that I would watch all the time from the uh, White Album show. Yeah, so someone's in there. Oh, you know, we, we're always documenting, you know, it's just, there's always someone on the job and, yeah. you know, there's great video. Um, it was just the anniversary of the great Boise 99 show. I think one of the greatest shows they played and there's full video of it. And now someone has, has synced up better sound to it. There's graphics around it. It's just, it's, it's like you were saying, there's, I have the, there's so many talented people within the community giving back and creating uh, you know, new ways for us to to take in fish, and I, you know, I, I'm just grateful because, like, when I'm at a show, you know, I'm 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 kind of just wilding out and just yeah. enjoying it. But I, and I'm I'm deeply grateful that people are kind enough, nerdy enough to to be, you know, you know, keeping track of things. Well, and speaking of kind and nerdy, I mean, there's podcasts that you know we 
are very close to mm-hmm. that. I mean, even all the way to Tom Marshall talking about the lyrics of songs yeah. now. The fact that the internet and technology is so rampant. Yeah. And that there's such a desire for this information. Definitely. It's good. I mean, what, what under the scales that, that Tom does and, you know, be, the, the movie Between Me and My Mind and, you know, there's these breakdowns that Help and Friendly Podcasts uh, have done with, like, the lyrics and talking to Trey and everything. We've been able to recently, and this is something that did not happen for decades, to go behind the curtain a little bit yeah. and, and just learn more about what led to these moments and, and, you know, get their viewpoint. And it's been really, really special to have this moment in time where especially where the band's a little bit older, they're, you know, they're looking at it in, in their hindsight view as, as we're doing here. Uh-huh. And it just, it's, it's really remarkable to hear their thoughts on it. Speaking of Under the Scales and Helping Friendly Pod, mm-hmm. uh, there's an entire community of music and culture-based podcasts. Yeah, that we're both grateful to be a part of. Our yeah. podcasts are on there as well, yeah. The Osiris Podcast mm-hmm. Network. And, you know, Tom Marshall, the lyricist, is, you know, the, the host of Under the Scales. Yeah. And actually, here's our CEO, RJ, talking about... Who is the host of Help and Friendly Bod, talking about the Osiris Podcast Network and all it has to offer. Hey, I'm RJ. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Osiris. So to me, for all of our podcasts that we have... Um, a lot of them are, are music-related, of course, and, and several of them touch on fish. And one thing that's interesting is going back to, you know, the tape trading days when we would wait for weeks to find out what happened and, and how it sounded. To a little later on, we started getting, of course, Andy Gadeel's page and other things. You know, Fishnet came around. But for the most part, we were just waiting for tapes to come in so we could hear hear the shows and, in some cases, just find out what happened. And to me now, some of our fish podcasts are kind of redefining that we have on the helping friendly podcast we have quick hits you know the day after all of every show that fish plays and tour summaries from beyond the pond and amigos at female centrics um helping friendly podcast and, and under the scales and in some way we're sort of reworking how people get this information and how people learn about it but also how people absorb it and and kind of analyze it and all that and of course fish.net still plays a huge role in that as do sites like you know, fantasy tour and and others where people are having conversations about music. But I feel like we are really contributing to the dialogue by having this long form format so we can talk about it. We can, we can play music and then talk about it. Whereas with, you know, the online, the blogs and the, and the things where you can post, you can just read and, and then move on. So I think it's a pretty rich way to kind of share ideas, communicate in this, in this new era. So it's pretty exciting. Even, um, even though, you know, I've been doing it for a long time, I still find it fascinating. And our own community of podcasts, I think, is like its own little um, petri dish of, of music analysis and culture and, and beyond just the tour dates and, and what we find out from the shows and show analysis and which jams were awesome and all that. Um, we communicate with each other, all these podcasts, offline, of course, but we also communicate with each other through our podcasts. We guest on each other's shows. We um, refer to stories or people that were on other shows. We kind of cross-pollinate in that way, and that's that's really exciting to me. I learn and grow and get introduced to new things through our other podcasts all the time, and I think that's a really cool part of what we have here is there are these conversations, but they're all connected um, to each other in some way or another. So I think that's pretty pretty cool and pretty fascinating and, and definitely not possible without, you know, technology as we, as we're getting used to it now. Um, so I think that's all pretty cool and we're going to, you know, continue to provide those experiences for fans. 
Yeah, and, and you mentioned the kind of the access to the band, and, and they touched on it too. I mean, just you know, you know, Mike and Trey have an active Instagram account now. Yeah, you know, and and you know, unfortunately, yesterday, you know, Robert Hunter passed, and, and yeah, Trey's thoughts on it we got to see right away, which were, were extremely touching. You know, following Mike while he's on the road, he, he's also. You know, he puts out now some of his favorite songs um, that they play each year. He, he hides just, tickets. He hides tickets. He's exactly. Pokemon going he, tickets, <laughs> and only because of the internet yep. are, are people able to play along. Absolutely, it's yeah. really it's really an amazing time. And uh, it is. I'm pro couch tour. Do you think that introducing someone to fish via couch tour uh, is a viable option? It might be just because. Um, you can maybe discuss it a little bit more. I mean, you're not going to be at a show. I mean, there's going to be questions that come up. Fish yeah. do weird shit. Mm. And so if you are watching it at home, uh, you're able to answer this question. This is why they're doing this. This is what this song means. Wait for this part. You can pump them up. Yeah, it's a good thought. Absolutely is. Yeah, because you can kind of like pause and treat it like, you yeah. know, uh, you're bringing someone through like your favorite episode of Sopranos. Yeah. But I also do kind of feel like when you're there and you're in the lights. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's you're, no. You're getting blown away. It's kind of like a. There's one way to do it. Right. You're either yep. you could if if someone has a sparkle in their eye, and you're like, all right, well, so I'll see you at the next show. Yeah, yeah. But then there's others that are like, nah. Yeah, but you know, uh, it all culminates to how we let this music and how we let the experiences that we're chasing influence us mm. and what it does to uh, our intent. Yep. And how we take what we are getting and turn it into our own life. Uh, being a rabid fan of a rock band is cool, mm-hmm. but it's also going to land you in your parents' basement if you don't have any you know, uh, initiative of your own. So um, I think what's important is to talk about, you know, maybe to put a bow on this project for our next chapter, mm-hmm. let's talk about how they've influenced us. Yeah, the takeaways. And the takeaways yeah. that we've, uh, you know, uh, gotten from the, our collective sixty years wow. of seeing the same band. Wow! Talk about obsessed. Now, please proceed to chapter seven.